Thank you for tuning in to Game Investing. Today we're going to do something a little different. Hopper here. Um, I wanted to take a, a little trip inside Super Mario World in Universal Studios Osaka, Japan and take a little peek into Mario's new cafe and store. I thought this was a great opportunity to talk about crossing over. Um, if you didn't catch the last episode, I talked about Jordan crossing over. And I think this is the beginning of Miyamoto's dream of turning Mario into kind of a Mickey Mouse of Japan on the global stage. So from what I understand, Mario's on his way to about 40 billion you know, lifelong franchise sales. And I think Mickey Mouse is in the, he's above 70, maybe 80. So, you know, as Mickey Mouse shoots for a hundred billion worth of uh, business over, over the entire run, I guess uh, Mario's shooting for 50 and maybe Miyamoto wants, you know, with licensing deals with Universal Studios, movies coming up. There's a Nintendo store in Tokyo merchandise food etc we're going to go into it but i guess uh you know the plan is to turn mario into japan's biggest export as far as uh, pop culture goes so let's take a look at the store just opened a few days ago in uh universal studios japan in osaka so that's not on the tokyo side of the J japan that's on the other side of japan japan's kind of broken down into east and west uh, most people know about the tokyo side that's the east side but on the west side, that's where you're going to have your Nintendo headquarters and your Universal Studios, as well as your Hiroshima, uh, your Kyoto, which is the old capital. So if you are visiting Japan, I would recommend visiting both sides of Japan. Make sure to make time for the Tokyo area and then make sure to make time for the Osaka area, um, including Kyoto. And if you're a Nintendo fan, that would be, uh, you know, a trip to Universal Studios as well. Um Basically, they opened, I'd say, four days ago, so somewhere in mid-October 2020, if you're listening to this uh, at a future date. Um, and due to COVID-19, they delayed the opening of the theme park. And the most recent news is that they're going to try to get it open before the Olympics in 2021. But they did open the cafe and small retail store for exclusive merchandise i do believe i do believe this is exclusive and the theme is whose hat so all the uh designs for the food and the you know the drinks um the merchandise is based on a hat either the red mario cap the luigi green cap or the the princess peach crown so let's look at uh, let's walk in and take a look at the menu um it's really simple on the left-hand side, you've got two food. Well, it's not really food. They're snacks. They're little pancake sandwiches. So kind of like a mix between a pancake and a, and kind of like an American ice cream sundae. So you've got uh, strawberries in the Mario one and grapes in the Luigi. The Mario's called um, the Mario's Cap Strawberry Shortcake. So it's filled with tons of whipped cream. And the Luigi's Cap grape no bake cheesecake and those are running 700 yen um and then your drink choices are going to be 
Italian cream soda, and they're calling it fruity. So you've got Princess Peach's peach soda, you've got Mario's strawberry soda, and Luigi's green apple soda. So obviously the colors are going to be, um, hopefully, hopefully we don't get huh, taken down for that. But um, the colors are quite vibrant. You've got your pinks, reds, and greens. Um, I'm looking at, so you get your special straw, your colored straw. There's also another thing you can order that I think is a mushroom reusable cup, possibly, with a built-in straw as well. And uh, maybe you can refill that. I don't know if you're if you're a diehard fan and you've got like a season pass, possibly. And that's about it on the menu. I, I did notice on the side there was some coffee choices. So... I mean, I wouldn't call this a full-blown Starbucks fighting menu, but it does open the door for Nintendo as far as the, let's say, cafe coffee market. Um, if Miyamoto's thinking about crossing over, you know, let's say he could do a licensing deal with someone like a Starbucks or... A Pete's Coffee or, uh, you know, a Dunkin' Donuts or, you know, there's a ton of players out there um, where he could possibly license food products, drink products. And I took a look on Google to see, you know, what kind of market we're talking about. First of all, gaming is looking like a $150 billion market in 2020. Uh, and that's not going to include stuff like uh, heritage auctions, eBay, private sales, reselling. It would include GameStop revenues, but mostly it's digital. And I took a look at Nintendo's piece of the pie, and it looks like they've had three good years in a row. 2018, they did $10 billion. 2019, $11 billion. 2020, estimated $12 billion. So um, they're they're on a nice run right now, but if you look at the overall gaming market, they're down below ten percent now. So they used to be what you know ninety percent at the peak of the Nintendo Entertainment System days. Now they're down to ten percent. So maybe Miyamoto's thinking, uh, let's do licensing deals with Universal Studios, which is going to drop somewhere between three to a half billion dollars into the Super Mario World project. I don't know how much of that is for the store that we're talking about today. But um, back to the coffee part of it, um, if you consider the front of the store kind of like a mini coffee shop, the question is what business are they attacking? And it's not gaming, it's basically the coffee business. And the global coffee business is over a $100 billion enterprise. So it's almost as big as gaming, um, you know, digital gaming. And it's all over. It's pervasive. I mean, there's a ton of companies that uh, Nintendo could do licensing deals with or sell their products in. I could, I could imagine walking into a Starbucks and seeing a limited edition, uh, you know, Mario uh, coffee frappuccino or something like that. That's not too far-fetched. So there's a $100 billion market right there that's opened up. Now let's move on to the back of the store. Most of it is a store. Um, Cute brick design on the walls. You've got mushrooms, caps, green and red, and pink all over the place. And the first thing that they're showing is uh, costume jewelry. You know, little uh, earrings for the kids, uh, bracelets for the kids, uh, caps, little coin purses, a lot of accessories, uh, little nice purses in Mario colors. Um, 
I would basically call this maybe some keychains. I would basically call this costume jewelry. And here we go, opening up a whole nother market. And, and you know, like I say, play life like a video game. Try something new. Mario and Nintendo are trying new markets here. We're talking about a $100 billion coffee market, cafe market globally. And what about costume jewelry? Well, it's not a big market, but globally it's at least $25 billion. And I don't know if that includes stuff like wallets or coin purses. That's costume jewelry. So let's say 25 to 50 billion on the uh, accessories market. I'm looking at all kinds of little pen cases, uh, jewelry, keychains, um, tumblers. I don't know if that would probably be in the cafe market. But we're talking about new markets here. Here we got hats. And we all know apparel is a, is a jumbo market. It's, you know, hundreds of billions of dollars worldwide. And they're showcasing T-shirts, um, sweatshirts, hats. Um, here's a girl with a cute pink purse. Um, and I looked up the T-shirt business and the hoodie T-shirt business or sweater business is actually what it's technically called. And... The global t-shirt business is worth $200 billion. And on top of that, you got the hoodie business in the USA only at $100 billion. So let's just say that's another, let's say that in the costume jewelry is going to be $200 globally. You got the global tees at $200. You got the coffee at $100. We're talking a half trillion dollar market that this crossover could actually go into if this is successful and they roll it out in Hollywood, they roll it out in Singapore, they roll it out in Florida, Orlando. And then what if Nintendo starts cutting licensing deals with people like Starbucks or, uh, you know, um, the one down in LA that Madonna shops at that, uh, what is it? Coffee bean and tea or something. I'm sure there's a lot of players that would love to carry uh, Mario, Luigi, princess, merchandise so um nintendo's basically you know trying something new um obviously they're gonna go through setbacks failures uh you know products that don't sell products that do sell and the thing here is what if these are exclusives now that's something i couldn't tease out of the uh, japanese news but the question is are these exclusives i didn't see any video games in the store so clearly they are trying to break away from video games i would say that mario after uh you know their president wore a mario costume to the uh, olympics announcement i think a year or two or three ago um clearly uh even the politicians realized that mario is the most recognizable character or icon that Japan has in the modern pop age. So it totally makes sense. Um, if you're a diehard merch fan and there are exclusives, you might want to look at, uh, you know, taking a trip to uh, Japan when uh, Corona opens back up and we get a vaccine and you might jump on those tickets early and get a good deal. Um, the yen is always moving. So you want to check your yen to dollar exchange rate when you're shopping around. Everything's going to be in Japanese yen. So that's something to keep in mind. Maybe have that on your phone um, to be able to maybe use an app to do the conversions when you're shopping around in stores. But I think I think going to Japan now, doing a game hunt is, is going to have to include Universal Studios, um, the Nintendo headquarters in, uh, 
in uh, Kyoto, I do believe. Uh, Universal Studios Super Mario World will open in 2021 in Osaka. Uh, and then you want to hit Tokyo because the Nintendo store where the t-shirts go for something like 40 or 50 bucks. And they remind me of the old Hard Rock design where you've got Nintendo Tokyo. And I'm wondering, does that mean they're going to open a Nintendo store in Hollywood or Florida or Singapore or Hong Kong or maybe Europe? Um, you know, what is Nintendo thinking? Well, gaming revenue isn't the only game in town. So if you're going to plan a trip to Japan, I would recommend um, hitting up the east and west side of the country and looking into one of those unlimited rail passes where you can get on the, uh, the Shinkansen, which is the bullet train. You can't take the fastest one, but you can jet around Japan. I think you can go east to west in something like three or four hours. And uh, you can pretty much train everywhere you want around the whole country. So it's pretty convenient and uh, you probably don't really need to rely on uh, renting a car or, you know, Uber as long as you have that rail pass. So if you're visiting Japan, have a great time and don't be afraid to try something new. Get wisdom if you go through a setback or failure and become a master. Arigatou gozaimashita. Thank you for listening.